Blog Talk Radio. There's something very, very special about the New York Ranger fan base. The waiting is over! The New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions! And this one will last a lifetime! I believe it's the most passionate of all fan bases. We are like sheep. Buy our tickets, we go every year. We think this is our year. Let the celebration begin. What's going on, guys? Gary Knight here with Rangers Nightcast. And my God, you had better be as excited as I am after watching those back-to-back games. Did we win them both? No. Did we absolutely compete with the Stanley Cup defending champions? You sure as hell better believe it. Anybody from this point on who does not believe that this team is legit is flat out nuts. Straight up. You're crazy. I'm getting text at this. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, you know, I had everything all ready to go and that text is just, you know, I can't with this certain stuff. All right, well, uh, we had some back-to-back action, and uh, Hank was in net for both of them. Uh, I heard that he had to actually, not beg, but, you know, put a put up a fight, if you will. Uh, you know, it's early in the season. I'm sure Quinn wanted to save him a little bit, but I'm guessing Hank is just feeling it, and you could absolutely see it with the way he's playing. The man is playing top-notch hockey, you know, two weeks into the season, and he looks like he's in mid-season form. Three out of four, point-wise, you know, you can't you can't sneeze at that. You cannot, especially uh, during the Colorado game during overtime when uh, the post was hit twice. I crapped my pants both times. So the fact that we got away with that uh, definitely a bounce in our direction. And I know I bitch all the time that we never get those, but. My my lord, thank you for at least letting the puck not go in the net and giving the Rangers an opportunity to win. And uh, man, I I just I, I'm at a loss for words. I I don't, I don't see as many people excited. You know, I don't think that we're gonna run through the league. I don't think we're gonna win seventy games. But my lord, we were we weren't expecting anything really. We didn't know what to expect. But now, seeing this team play, we could be happy. We could be excited. God forbid we'd be optimistic. And I know this is, you know, kind of difficult to understand as a Ranger fan because we're so used to things not going our way, negative outcomes. And, you know, any of my friends or family will tell you I am the first to just bitch and moan and act like a child, but something about this team, number one is leaving me at at a loss for words, which is very difficult. And two, it's opening up a part of my Rangers mania, uh, you know, manic areas in my brain. I'm semi-retarded when it comes to this team. It's opening up a part of that that I've never had. I've never felt. Uh, I've always expected 
you know, the cup or bust. Um, Christ knows that that's been a long, sad road for me. But, you know, that's why I break things. I have problems, and that's that's for another time and another show. But I'm I'm not only happy with what I'm seeing on the ice, I'm actually enjoying myself as a fan for the first time in a long time. You know, I've always enjoyed it, but this is a... I can't even describe it. That that's where I'm at. I I am enjoying watching the process. And I think it's because the process is happening happening so much faster we all anticipated it was going to be and I'm I'm on board for the long run. I'm enjoying this. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. I still think that as long as the team continues to go in the direction it's going in, great things are going to happen. Is there a possibility that, you know, our legs will get kicked out from under us, something awful will happen, and we're going to be sitting witness to a goddamn train wreck? Of course, that's that's always in the cards for us. Nothing new. But at the moment, I am going to ride this. Ride the the happy train is what I'm going to do. And uh, speaking of, well, not really happy, I'm going to say a name. I want you guys to, you know, think of him and then tell me if I'm wrong here as far as coaching style. Mike Keenan. Okay? True or false? David Quinn has a coaching style, not exactly the same, but similar to Mike Keenan. You know, Keenan, well, I didn't know. I was, you know, a youngster at the time, so I, I didn't read anything. I, I was, Christ, 11 when they won the cup. And, you know, I, I wasn't deep into it like I am now. But in watching a lot of 94 things and interviews and, uh, you know, reading different articles and stories about that team, you know, the the most common theme was Mike Keenan, I mean, shook the branches anytime he thought he needed to, didn't give a, a good goddamn who you were. He was going to yank you, sit you, bench you, and that's just what you were going to deal with it. I mean, the practices he ran were, you know, somewhat um, – you know, barbaric, but you know nothing's leaked so far uh, from the Rangers camp that that's the kind of practices that Quinn runs. But his sitting people as a form of uh, call what you will, motivation, punishment, an opportunity to look within thyself. I I don't know, but uh, he sat Buchnevich, and everybody knows I. Absolutely love him, and that 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 made me very angry. I was really pissed. And D'Angelo also uh, for the uh, Colorado game. So I'm hoping that it works the way it did with Shattenkirk because Shatty had two assists, the game-winning goal in the shootout. You know, that was his... That was his way of saying, you know, 
the older me, uh, the old me who would have been like, yeah, that was him giving the finger to Quinn. No, I think that was his way of saying, I got you. I understand. I'm going to do better. This is what I'm going to contribute. So hopefully what Quinn did with Shattenkirk can be (laughs) translated to uh, Booch, who his English isn't awesome. He's 23 years old. So I'm hoping that this doesn't become a sour note. I don't want to lose him. That would make me so upset. Oh my God. But we'll see. Uh, We'll see. I don't, I don't think those, the games initially after a, a scratch are the ones to look at. I think the players are probably still in their head a little bit, hoping and wondering if, you know, Quinn's, Got the micro mic microphone. The mic. Hi, how are you? The magnifying glass on them. Uh, I think it's the game after, where they've played that one game. They're they're in the starting lineup again, and they're a little bit looser. And that's when you can see a result, which is what we saw with uh, Shattenkirk. The Colorado game. My God in heaven, I I I praise thee. I know I'm not the only one. We scream, shoot the puck at the television or at the ice floor, at the garden, at the the screens in the restaurants. If anyone is like me, who have been asked to be quiet or even leave an establishment, shout out to uh, the um, TGI Fridays in Orlando, Florida, scumbags, uh, playoff time. Anyway, shoot the puck. Great things happen. doesn't matter if the goal isn't gorgeous. It's not going to be a, a sports center top 10. It counts. And it builds momentum. It gets us wins. Who gives a? Who cares if you know it's beautiful? Shoot the puck. That's it. That's all you got to do. And my God, I couldn't believe what I was. It, it was like it was like hockey porn. Forty-three total shots for the game. Nineteen in the first period. I know I don't do stats. That's not my thing. But this is important. All right, they don't do this. It was an onslaught of shots at Colorado. And I can't pronounce uh the goaltender's name. Again, uh, I have an issue with just being an all-around smart person. So, we'll just call him goalie. Colorado goaltender is outright uh responsible for the game not being 4-5-6-2 cuz it absolutely could have been. He made some really really great saves and kept the the game at what it was. Uh, Hank was Hank doing his thing. He looked phenomenal. And in the second period, standing on his head, made some fantastic saves with the period coming to an end. And again, face-offs, I'm a bit a- advocate for it. People, you know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Well, you look, he lost the face-off, and... Four seconds later, it was a tie game. So tell me again they don't matter. Good Lord. Um, I had something else to say. Oh, uh, my God. Hayes' goal was a goddamn laser. Feed from uh, Zuccarello, and he just – everyone knows Hayes. You know, he's harmless goofball who usually passes or skates in too close and it's too late to shoot. But, man, he let one rip. Laser 
over dude's shoulder, top cheese, and that was beautiful. Shoot the puck. And uh, I have to stop saying, oh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm, I'm trying something new with, with notes instead of just going off the top of my head, and I don't like this at all. It makes me sound retarded. But speaking of retarded, what a great segue. Mark Stahl. Oh, my God. If anybody has the ability to go back and watch the two goals uh, for Colorado and one of the power play goals with Washington, Mark Stoll, in, in those two games, there were six goals score, scored. Mark Stoll was on the ice for three of them, both in Colorado and uh, one for Washington. On the penalty kill, he just looked clueless. It was a deflected goal. Um, Again, I butcher names. I'm sorry, guys. I'll work on it, but, you know, deal with me, all right? I'm a Jerry's kid. Can't really help it. Um, Langzagov, LOL, um, you know, deflected the puck. It was the double deflection. And Stoll, like, he lets him get behind him, and then the puck is in. He started – the guy starts to celebrate his goal, and this dope gives him, like, a cross check, like, uh, 43 minutes too late. It's just like it's one of those like ugh, get off the ice, please. And then uh the other goal where um Smith was uh by himself uh defending two guys, uh because where's Mark Stahl? Well, what's that? He's out to lunch. Where else would he be? Stahl is a liability. Prove me or email me and convince me I'm wrong because I'm not. At all. He brings nothing to the table. Zero. He doesn't. He doesn't bring a, a freaking thing to the table. He doesn't shoot the puck a ton. He doesn't. He had 68 shots last year. 70. What is that? Uh, the 70 the year before. I mean, Brady Shea has uh, two full seasons and... 14 games, I think. The guy's got 300 shots. Stoll, in his however many freaking years, has a total of 850. 10 years. 10 years. He's got 850. So he's not a, he's not a, a guy who shoots the puck a whole lot. He gets lost on the way to his assignment. You got to... Come on, man. The the rink is two hundred feet long. Your half of the ice is only a hundred feet. Like how do you how do you not know where you're going? They even color the lines for you. It's color coded. You you literally only have to know white, blue, and red. Just need to know the colors. And ironically, those are the colors of your team. Oh my God, he is a special child. I don't. I hate him. I just want him off my team. Enough bitching. We ended up winning that game in the shootout. Zuccarello with his patented, oh, my God, I unplugged my controller by a boop goal. And then Shattenkirk, I don't know what Quinn was thinking, but it, it was awesome. I was so happy he scored. I, I really The reason why I have such a love for Shattenkirk is because he did something that so little people do, often English, so little how come I can't put words together? It is so rare, hi, so rare that a player will take a pay cut to come play for a team. 
This was his team growing up, and he took a substantially uh, lesser amount of money to play for them. So for me, I love him. Is one of us. He's one of us that made it. And I just I I really really root for this guy hard. And you know it's great two assists, shootout winning goal. That's it. We're moving. Now we're playing Washington. And I'll be honest, I didn't expect good things at all. I I thought we were gonna get. I want to say Schlack. I didn't know who was going to be in net. So if it was going to be Lundqvist, I don't know if we were going to get stomped, but I thought it was going to be a long uh, three periods. If it was going to be Georgiev, I thought it was possibility we would lose by a touchdown or two, um, given his last game. But, you know, Hank got the back-to-back starts. And, I, dude, I will take a point team this early in the season. You're damn right. We weren't supposed to come close to winning that game. We were supposed to get blown out. Things were supposed to go the other way, but it was a damn close game. And I, you know what? I think the the back-to-back game, the second part of the two games, you could see it in the third period. It was showing. There was definitely late-game fatigue. Uh, the third period, they only had five shots. Thank the Kreider that he scored. Otherwise, that that game was going to be a giant L. But five shots in the third period when we're down by a goal, unacceptable. And I don't believe that that's who they are. I think this team is – they play balls to the wall when they have to, and I just think that was just a, a show of uh, fatigue. Real quick, so say everybody who's listening right now, we are the New York Rangers organization. We have to show our team our game plan tonight for the Washington Capitals. Are you telling me – that there's no game plan to cover Alex Ovechkin. The guy's been in the league for uh, damn near 15 years, or I don't know, it seems like forever. He's going to score against the Rangers because that's what he does. There's no game plan. Nope, no game plan. Where, where's Ovechkin? Where is he? In his goddamn spot. He's in his spot. Why is there nobody there? I don't know. We'll get that to that in a minute. Hopey, hate him, think he's a douchebag, but uh, the guy is the reason um, straight up Washington won that game. He made some really, really good saves, some difficult saves on some good chances. Can't fault the Rangers for not scoring on a couple of them. They were just you know, bettered by uh, the goaltending of Hopi. So I tip my cap to him. That is the only reason they won this game with uh, some of the saves he made. And now we'll move on to what had me irate screaming. I'm still in trouble. My fiance is borderline uh, concerned for, I guess, just my overall uh, well-being and mental capacity. I just lose my mind with silly stuff. And again, I've switched over. I no longer don't expect anything. I expect this team to do really, really good. So seeing that kind of thing... And by that, I, I'm referring to taking a penalty against this team. Why it's not a pregame meeting discussion. Stay out of the box, you dopes. Otherwise, Ovechkin will be on the ice, and he brings out his goddamn hammer stick, and he's just going to fire pucks 
that may or may not end up killing our goaltender. But the uh, the first one of his two, uh, bad clear attempt, and you know bad things happen when you don't clear the puck. And Ovechkin does you know did an Ovechkin. He the puck was like still bouncing. He was on a short hop. So I really can't blame. I don't blame Hank for that really. But I think if he was a little bit more like into that, because I think he thought the puck was going to be cleared. I just he wasn't expecting him to shoot. But damn it, he that was definitely a savable um, shot. The second power play goal that Ovechkin scored. Uh, I wrote the article. I posted it. There's actually a picture. Took a screenshot of it, and uh, you know, with my my pen there, marked off just how much space this man had versus where the team was and where the puck was about to be sized. The, the picture I took was literally less than a second before the uh, play moved to the one-time shot for Ovechkin. So there was not much else difference between where the picture was taken with the correlation to the puck being there and then the shot being taken. What's going on? Why does this guy have enough room to park a goddamn tank? No one's near him. Why? I don't get it. I don't get it. I would do three loose, go after whoever, but one guy's going to stay right there. They're going to hold Ovechkin's pocket. They're not going to move. That's it. Take that, take that aspect away. Don't let the best player on their team beat you. Force the rest of them to beat you. It's just like baseball. You know, bottom nine, the opposing team is down by one. Their best hitter's coming up. Two outs, first base is open. I'm not pitching to you. You can walk your ass right on down. Take that 90 feet. I'm not going to let the best player beat me. I'm going to go after the next guy. The next guy be the hero. This guy I know is going to be the hero. We know the ending to this story. So that's my tirade. I'm still I'm still aggravated as hell, but uh, whatever. Uh, the OT loss, man, ugh, whatever. Uh, I kind of feel there was some miscommunication. Uh, the guy got behind the defense and was just there for the rebound, you know, slam away. Nothing Hank really could have done other than if he would have caught the initial shot, but doesn't matter. We got three out of four points. No way we were supposed to get that extra point. I'm sure people were writing this off against Colorado, but as the games progress, so is our talent. We are getting so much better. We are. Very excited. So excited. And uh, again, guys, I'm looking for a co-host, so if you know anybody or if you feel you're feeling squirrely and want to give it a shot, hit me up on uh, hit me up on the site. Let me know. I'm not going to say no. Forget it. Not even a co. If you don't even want to co-host, you just want to be a part of the show here and there, tell me. Let's do this. I'm trying to grow our community. You know, this is for the Ranger fans who don't want to talk, you know, analytic BS. I want to hear you tell me that you hope Stoll stubs his toe and can't play tonight. That's the kind of stuff I want to hear. Step on a Lego, bro. Don't make it to the game, please. Uh, real quick, the Rangers have demoted goaltender 
Georgiev, and they promoted uh, Mazenik. So there's our backup. And again, we all know my feeling with this. That is a giant gaping hole in our uh, depth chart. So I don't know. I have a feeling the Rangers are going to make a move. Uh, I think they're going to feel they've rebuilt enough. <laughs> I, re- I, I believe the Rangers are going to decide, you know what? Depending upon where they're at, come the trade deadline, they're probably not going to be sellers this year. I think they're going to make a decent run. Because honestly, the young talent we have now that's going to stay with us for a while, we we still got it. Why not give it a shot, depending upon where we're at next uh, in the middle of the year? All right. Well, Rangers are at the Garden. They play Sunday. Calgary's in town, so hopefully we'll grab another two points, keep on moving up. And uh, guys, be happy. I saw a lot of like weird negative stuff about the team and losing the game to one. Hello. We're so used to like being expected to win that, you know, we're losing focus. Don't lose focus. Be happy. Three out of four. Take that. That's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm, Probably going to be throwing up a couple of other, since we're not playing till Sunday, I'm going to be doing a couple other uh, shows. Ranger related, of course, but no games. Just want to, uh, want to keep on talking. That's what we're going to do. I am going to talk until people start listening. And with that, guys, I'm Gary Knight. Thank you for listening to Rangers Nightcast, and I will see you next time. Let's go, Rangers.